Hey friends, Steve Weens here, This Good Word, and today I'm going to talk about when to decide to voice that disagreement and when to decide to keep your mouth shut. Lots of good stuff today. So I, this was probably four or even five months ago, and I was at uh, this event, and there was food, and there was lots of conversation, and I was uh, doing a little bopping around the room, talking to different people, and I found myself spending quite a, quite a lot of time with this person that I really love, I really respect, uh, and we end up really disagreeing on kind of a lot of things. We don't always talk about it, but when we do, sometimes I just, I just listen and then I make a quick exit, uh, from that conversation because I just, I just, at times I don't have the energy for, um, for the disagreement that I know and, and that I know I have and that, you know, the sort of back and forth that I know that is going to come. But on this particular day, we were talking about a certain subject and I, I just decided I'm, I'm going for it. And the way I did it was I listened and then I said, you know, I don't see it that way. Borrowed that line from good old Brian McLaren. I think I've shared it on the podcast before. I said, I don't, I don't see it that way. I really don't. And then I gave it a pause. And then I said, I, and, and here are a couple of reasons why I just, I don't buy that particular view. Uh, doesn't mean I think that it's absolutely wrong, but I just, I have a hard time going all the way there. I have a hard time believing that it's really true. I have a hard time believing that's the best perspective. And we went back and forth. Um, I think we had a pretty good, uh, respectful dialogue about it. Uh, it didn't come to blows. It, it wasn't like I hurt his feelings or he didn't hurt my feelings. And then we kind of came to a natural ending and I went and did some other things. And then, um, we returned and he brought up a different topic of conversation and I immediately felt like, Oh no, I am not going there. I'm not ready to go there. I don't want to go there. Uh, I feel like my emotions around this particular topic were just too hot. Like the, I, I wasn't going to be able to be, uh, even respectful because I knew that we disagreed on this one and I knew how raw, frankly, I felt about it. And so I just said to this person, Hey, I am not interested in having that conversation right now. Uh, so can, can we please just not talk about it? And then, um, he kind of kept talking about it. Uh, and I remember putting my hand out and saying, in a louder voice. Uh, I was not yelling. Uh, I don't think, um, but I just said, Hey, Hey, seriously, I am not, I do not want to talk about this at all. I am not up for it. And I do not want to hear what you have to say on this issue even. And then he kept going and I was getting angry and a couple other people kind of stepped in and, uh, try to sensitively, you know, redirect the conversation. And it was pretty awkward. 
I think for us and also for the people that were around. And I remember, gosh, I was, you know, my heart was beating kind of fast and I was, uh, I was feeling uh, all kinds of feelings like, dang, you know, later on, like, why didn't I want to talk about it? But on the other hand, it's okay that I didn't want to talk about it because I just wasn't ready. And then, you know, sort of asking why, why did he have to keep pushing? Did he not understand what I was saying? Uh, So I I was, so I sat with that. And um, to be honest, our relationship has gone on. We're fine with each other, but we didn't ever return to that. Like we, like we didn't go, man, that was kind of, how, how was that? That was, uh, that was sort of weird, right? We just let it go. And I don't feel real great about that. Um, and at the same time, I don't want to go back and have that conversation. I'm still not ready. So, Let's talk a little bit about disagreement, about the nature of it, about what is worth it and what isn't worth it. So uh, right now, uh, a very uh, a very hard situation is happening with um, with uh, Rachel Held Evans. She is in the hospital right now. She uh, is in a medically induced, induced coma. She's been that way for several days, in fact, uh, almost a week now. And many of us are, well, many, many, many people are just very worried about that. And uh, that's a long time to be in a coma and wondering about if she's going to be okay and we're praying for her. And, uh, you know, and so this thing is happening on Twitter and people are sharing back and forth and there's even a hashtag praying for RHE and people are sharing with that and it's really pretty beautiful. But it's also getting a little funky and, and you know, I shouldn't be surprised because Twitter can be so fun and also so jankety. But there starts to be these people who are saying like, hey, uh, just so you know, uh, like I don't agree with uh, with her on several theological issues, but um, but I I am going to pray for her, right? And then other people are saying like, hey, you know, you can just pray for her. Like you really don't have to say I disagree with her as a preamble or as a preface. Like why why would you need to do that? And then, of course, other people are getting into it. And I read certain responses that that essentially said, hey, we are praying for her, but we're number one concerned about her eternal security, which if you're not a Christian, which I know many of you aren't, um, or some of you aren't, I don't know. Uh, I know some of you aren't. Anyway, what that means essentially is um, there's a strain of Christian thought that says, you know, once you are uh, a Christian, which m- means in their vernacular, you have maybe prayed a certain prayer, you are you are secure in your salvation, and you are definitely going to heaven when you die. Uh, I, maybe some of that just sounds crazy to, to, to some of you, but other people really think that um, there are a number of theological issues where if you believe a certain thing, then you need to repent of that belief, uh, or else potentially your soul is in jeopardy. And some of those people are getting onto Twitter and 
sort of an, on one side of, of their mouth saying, yeah, absolutely praying for her, but man, I absolutely need to say that also praying for her repentance. And other people are getting on there and saying, are you kidding me? Like that is the most ridiculous thing in the world. And as you can imagine, as you can suspect, uh, it's getting pretty hot. And I found myself getting pretty hot. And you could probably guess where I'm at with that. I just don't think it's anyone's job or business to to decide whether or not someone's theological belief is right enough or wrong enough. Uh, if, if someone claims to be a Christian and follow Jesus, then that's their business. And it's really none of your business at all to try to figure out if they are in any way legit or not, or even if that's a category, uh, you just, that that's just not your job at all. So I was pretty mad about it. And I found myself composing several different tweets and subtweets, and I deleted all of them because I decided again, like this is not, if I get into an argument on Twitter where I tell someone, listen, like I'm not saying you have your theological opinions right or wrong. I'm not saying Rachel has her opinions right or wrong. What I'm saying is, it's not your job to judge that. Uh, that 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 is a very like in addition to just being a bad idea. It's incredibly insensitive to even talk that way about someone who is in a coma in the hospital. Just unbelievable. Um, but I just thought there is just no there's no good side to this. Like there's no upside. There's no, um, there's, there's going to be no benefit. It's not going to be a good conversation. If someone legitimately thinks that they know, and they are certain that Rachel Held Evans or anyone even put Donald Trump folks into this category. If you are certain of someone's legitimacy or not, that you do not know, my opinion is, man, it is time to take a little break, my friends, because uh, that's not your job. But I knew that that that, that was just not going to go anywhere. And so I just backed off of that. And, um, you know, there was even one person that said something and I just essentially said, peace be with you. Um, you know, I'm out. Um, but there are other times where it really is time. To, to voice the disagreement. Uh, let's say someone offers up a racist or, or sexist or homophobic comment, and they're making fun of any one of those people groups, and they're sort of trying to get a cheap laugh. Like, you know what? That's probably a time to step in and say, you know, uh, I don't see it that way. Uh, I, 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 don't, I don't think that is treating people uh, with the kind of dignity that, 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 that they deserve. Um, that might be a time where you might want to say, you know what, I just really, I don't, I do not see it the same way. Uh, there may be another time with a coworker that they want to go one way and you want to go another way and it's getting really, really heated, but you have to say what it is that you think. Um, there might be a time where you really do have a theological difference with someone and it's really time to talk about it. 
it's really time to, um, to, to say, you know, I know that we come at it from different views on this one, but I think it's really would be beneficial for me to hear you out and for you to hear me out. So I've had a couple of these conversations lately. I would say a minimum of three. I'm thinking of three conversations in my mind where someone has come to me, where these three different people have come to me and said various levels of disagreement, various levels of they were all respectful. They were all, they had varying levels of sort of intensity to them. Um, but none of them were like without intensity. Um, uh, but they were all, they were all sensitive. They were all, um, I, I felt cared for, loved, but also challenged. And I didn't walk away from any one of those feeling just super great. Um, but, but I felt honored and I felt like our relationship in each one of these scenarios, I felt like our relationship went further. And so uh, here's, here are the five questions that I want to help walk you through. These are the ones that I'm trying to do these days. I'm learning as I go. But when you, so here, here they are, all right, one through five. So when you notice yourself disagreeing with someone and you feel yourself, whether it's an amygdala response, whether you get angry, or you just notice that feeling rising in you that, uh-oh, here we go. Uh, someone is saying something and, and, and there, when it happens, uh, for me and I feel myself getting like big, it's when someone says something and they assume that you agree, just automatically assume. I think that's when I feel the most need or when I want to, to voice my disagreement. So in that moment, when someone says something, maybe they assume you agree, but you don't. I want you to notice, just number one, notice and pause, okay? And just say, what is it that I'm disagreeing with actually? And so before you say anything, before you even decide to say anything, pause, notice your disagreement, pause, and then just internally, before you say anything, before you write anything, really say, what is it that I'm disagreeing with? This probably won't take you very long, but this is this is just one of the ways to, to just do a little separation between how angry you feel and to, to really name what it is that you disagree with and what it is that you believe instead, okay? So notice, pause, and then ask yourself, what is it that I disagree with? And then the second question is, do I know this person? And I, this sounds ridiculous, right? Obviously, if it's going to be face to face, if it's a coworker, if it's a family member, you really do, you really do know this person. But, but I have experienced, obviously, so have you. Uh, the more and more social media becomes a way that we have discourse. And by the way, I think we can have good discourse on social media. I don't think it's automatically always a dumpster fire. I don't think it's always automatically the wrong uh, place to have disagreement and, and discourse. I think it can be really good. I think I've actually experienced some really good dialogue uh, on social media. I've also experienced some really bad stuff. And, and I would say, by and large, uh, I, I would say it's been more bad than good. But the second question really is, do I know this person? And if the answer is no, if it's just honestly someone on Twitter, Facebook that you don't know, just 
even if they throw something at you, consider just walking away from it. Like you can, even if you feel strongly about it, if you don't know that person and that person has no influence on you or, or your life, consider just walking away. I tweeted something so benign. Uh, it was yesterday or today, but it was essentially this, try this. Instead of tweeting your feelings, uh, reach out to a person and, and express them to that person, you know, one-on-one and consider, uh, you know, instead of just listening to the person on Twitter with the biggest microphone, uh, listen to someone over the age of 65. Okay. I mean, that's a, I just said, try this. Well, someone tweeted back and, and, and they, they, they said, don't you think that, that I get some of my best connections right here on Twitter and, and why should I get, you know, why should I pursue someone that's over 65? And, and I, you know, it's, it's so hard to tell someone's tone or motivation, but it sure sounded defensive, you know? And I'm like, just move on. You know, like if, 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 if my little piece of advice is not for you, my little try this, not for you, just move on. Like, why, why do you feel the need to jump on and challenge something when you don't even know that person? Person didn't know me, uh, right? You know, and, and, but I know I do that sometimes, right? Why do I do that? So that's the second question. So after you've noticed, pause, uh, and what is it that I'm actually disagreeing with? Second question, do I know this person? Third question, is it worth it? And this is a hard one. This is all interpretation. But if I'm going to get into it with this person, I need to know that it at least has a chance of having a decent outcome. I, I need to feel at least there's a chance that I can listen to that person and maybe learn something more and or they will listen to me and they will take my point of view into consideration in a way that gives honor and, and dignity. Um, if, if either of those two things aren't going to happen and the best you can do is just clearly state your point, but keep disagreeing, I'm going to say, I don't think it's worth it. I, I really don't. Um, you may say, well, I think it's good on, especially online for people to see back and forth dialogue, even that isn't resolved. Maybe that's true. But it all depends on how much that conversation and that disagreement and that potential like sliminess gets in you and on you. Uh, you may be the type of person that you can walk away from even a really intense interaction and feel good about it and just leave it and feel fine. I think most of us are not that way. I'm certainly not that way. Uh, I'm going to carry that. I'm going to feel that. And so, uh, so you know, is it worth it? And then the fourth question is this, and this is related to the third one, but it's essentially, is this person safe to talk to? Have, have I had disagreements with them before where it's ended okay? Like the three disagreements that I have had, the three conversations, uh, that really, I actually felt better about my relationship with that person. I, I would go into another conversation with those folks again and say, okay, yeah. Uh, like if there was another disagreement, I mean, I would take a disagreement to them now and I would bring it to them with respect. I think in dignity, I think safety because I know that they've done it with me. So is that person a safe person to talk to and to disagree with if all they're going to do is, or if all you're going to do, frankly, but is just 
uh, keep saying the same thing in a different way or louder. Uh, and there's no real hope for actual dialogue and mutual learning, then I would say it's probably not safe. Even if the person is somewhat like, like kind, you know, if they have no, if you or they have no um, motivation at all to learn, grow or change, then I, I just don't think, I don't think that person's safe. So let's say that you name what you disagree with you do know the person, you decide it is worth it, and you decide that person is safe to talk to you, how do you go about doing it, right? So this is when you're gonna name, uh, you're gonna name a way that you disagree with someone, okay? Uh, so they have said their thing. And then I would encourage you to, 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 to say this, hey, you know what? I don't, I don't know that I see it the same way, but, let's see if I'm hearing you right. So first of all, before you dive into your point or your disagreement or what you do believe, uh, you know, take a moment to say, let me see if I'm hearing you right. And then repeat back what you think you're hearing. Give them a chance to nuance it a little bit. Give them a chance to explain it a little bit. Most of the time they'll say, well, no, that's not exactly what I said. Or man, if that is exactly what I said, you know, I, I don't know if I meant it exactly that way. And I think that just gives someone the dignity of, you know, maybe a redo if they need it. I think it's also really good for you to hear it again uh, because you probably didn't hear it all that correctly. That is just one, like, it is amazing to to realize how how differently we hear uh, words and actions, especially when we're, when we're with people, uh, when you recollect like, okay, this is what I think they said. And then that person says, Oh my gosh, I didn't say that at all. Then you wonder, well, who's right? Cause you're sure you're right. And they're sure they're right. The chances are, and this, you know, there's been studies done on eyewitnesses and the truth is none of us remember things very well at all. We come at it with so many filters and layers and, and we, we assign so much meaning based on body language and based on the way they're looking at us and based on the words that they choose that we don't really remember the exact thing that they said. So give them a chance. Let, let's see if I'm hearing you right. Then repeat back what they're saying. Give them a chance to maybe nuance it, maybe change it. And then you can say, well, hey, this is my perspective, if, you're, if, you're, if you'd like to hear it. And then maybe they'll say, sure, you know, I'd like to hear it. And then you can share your perspective. And I think you can be really pretty direct and pretty honest about what you disagree with and what you don't agree with and what questions that, it, that, that you have about their view. And this is where I think it may get a little hot even. You know, hopefully it doesn't result in yelling at each other. But I think when you've created that safe a place and when you really are going to share what you think and going to try to hear what someone else thinks, I think that's where it really, it could get heated. And, but that's where I think it's okay because you, you, I've been in situations like this where I, I realize, Hey, whoa, you know, I am getting, I'm getting pretty fired up here. And I want you to know that I care a lot about this, but I'm not, I'm not mad at you, you know, like we might walk away from this and really not be on the same page. In fact, probably won't, but I can still feel okay with you. Um, and my maybe raising my passion level, uh, doesn't mean I think you're an idiot or I think 
you know, maybe you do in the moment, but, but this is where I think, you know, all, not all good dialogues are super, super calm. I think if you are safe and you've listened, I think it can get heated. And I think at times then when it gets heated and you kind of both know it, you know, maybe you take a break and you say, you know, I, I need a little time to sort of review this. So um, those are the five questions, gang. Uh, notice, pause. Uh, what is it that I really disagree with? That's one. Two, do I know this person? Uh, and three, is it worth it? Is me saying what I want to say worth it? Sometimes it is, sometimes it isn't. Four, is this person safe to talk to? And then really fifth, if they are safe to talk to, how am I going to go about it? And I'm going to suggest let, you know, you say, Hey, I don't see it that way, but let's see if I'm hearing you right. And then repeat back what they say. And then just say, well, you know, this is my perspective. And then the conversation is going to go where it's going to go. Um, and I think this is a good way to have dialogue. If you're going to do it on social media, I think you can say things like all due respect, but I think you can say things like, so let me, I think you can restate. So, so do you mean this? Do you mean that? And I think you can, you can get on social media, you can get a, a sense really, really early. I mean, I'm talking about within the first couple of exchanges of whether or not it's going to be a good, healthy dialogue. And if it's not, I just say, you just, you just back right out of there. Cause you can waste a monumental amount of time. Uh, going back and forth and trying to prove someone and it's going to get hotter and hotter. And it's just, I think my opinion uh, in that's in that case, it's just not worth it. And I don't think this just, just going back and forth and saying the same thing uh, in, in, in different ways. And uh, you know, essentially uh, demeaning one another um, by, cause that's, this is where it's going to go. So, uh, you know, lastly the use of email or maybe even voicemail or, or, or texting um, you know, this is just, this sounds like such a kindergarten lesson and such a no brainer, but, but like, I don't know a whole lot of scenarios where, uh, just hitting someone back with a voicemail and email or, uh, maybe even Voxer, who knows? I don't do Voxer. So I, maybe Voxer is the best place to do it, but, uh, text, email, voicemail, I just don't think that's the best place to state your case and how you disagree. I think it's hard for people to um, be, especially reading something, and then you read a sentence three or four times, you read into it something that's not maybe there, they're having all kinds of emotion when they're reading it and assigning meaning to the sentences. They're going to pull apart your sentences. They're going to take three days maybe at times to, to, to uh, in their mind, create a case for why you're wrong. I, I just, I think if you're going to disagree with someone, uh, I think the best thing to do is, is at least have a phone conversation. If you can do it face to face, that's even better. So, uh, you know what, I think in this day and age where everyone is so polarized and, and it's so hard to have a good disagreement, I think you should work hard to have good, healthy ones. I think you feel better about yourself when you have stated your case in a, in a clear, but really safe, kind way. I think when someone takes a risk and really listens to you and maybe even changes, I think it's such a win for them and for you. I think we, we, our hope rises in humanity when we can disagree fairly. Uh, 
And, but I just, I think how we do it and why we do it and if we do it, um, are really the things to think about, uh, you know, and if you've made a mistake lately, if you're even listening to this and you're realizing I, I just broke all those rules, <laughs> I just texted someone, emailed someone, voicemailed someone, I just put someone totally down. I just got to Hey, it, I would say just, it's, oh my gosh, it's so okay. We've all been there. But notice how you feel after doing that. And then, you know, you can do things differently. You can make a change. You really can. Uh, so my friends, uh, that is just one of the ways that I think in, in your small sphere of influence, you can change the tone of the conversation by doing all those things um, and having good, healthy disagreements deciding to shut your mouth sometimes when you just don't need to and, um, and moving on. We can do this friends. We can do hard things. We can have hard conversations. We can also choose not to have hard conversations when it just isn't worth it. Okay, folks. Well, uh, it's been, an, it's been great being with you and, uh, it's great that it's spring finally. I love it. And I hope you guys have a great rest of your day, whatever it is that you're doing. If you're driving in the car, if you're at work, if you're on a run about to start your day, I so appreciate you listening. Uh, this continues to be a fun part of my life, and I'm glad I get to share it with you. If you have any thoughts, comments, questions, tweet at me, at Steve Weens. Um, check me out on Instagram, at Steve Weens. You can even email me, uh, as long as it's not a disagreement. <laughs> Kidding. Steve at stevewings.com. Peace, my friends, and we'll see you next week. Hey, friends, thanks so much for listening to this good word. If you love this podcast, there's three ways that you can support my work. One is by jumping on Patreon, patreon.com slash this good word. You can become a patron at various levels and get lots of good free stuff, including free tickets to any live events that I do, signed books, and other stuff. The second way is to share your favorite episodes via Twitter and Facebook, uh, email, however it is that you share content. Let some friends know that you love it. And then third is to go on iTunes and leave a rating or a review. So thanks so much, my friends. We are dust and breath. We are limited and limitless. We are human and holy, and we are in it together.